Hey, and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl at Harvard College from New York City, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. As with most episodes, there's just stuff going on because I am recording in my dorm room, and what happens in a dorm on a Friday night at like 7 p.m. is a lot of things, so there's people hustling and bustling. As I'm recording this, I'm also like in the process of getting ready to go out, so there's a peek into my life, I guess. Um, This week was Halloween, and I would say my favorite part of Halloween was the cuteness of the yard, which is basically like where a lot of the freshman dorms here are, and some of the classes. It's like the old yard where a lot of old stuff went down. I don't really know. I should not be a tour guide at this point because I don't know information, but it's the yard. Um, And where the statue of John Harvard with the foot that people rub for luck and also pee on is located. But point is, around the yard, there was trick-or-treating, and it was like both little kids and college students from like 5 to 7 p.m. on Halloween, even though it fell on a Tuesday, people were out, and there were like proctors and older kids or whatever with little like buckets, and people got bags, and you would walk around and collect candy. I didn't partake because A, I'm trying not to eat a ton of candy, and B, I... oh, I was busy. I was at dinner. Anyway, point being, it was really adorable to see, like, all these people in costume, all these people who normally at home are like, you can't go trick-or-treating because you're too old. Here, it's like, hey, we're all too old. Okay, someone's running on the ceiling, like, running, apparently. Someone's working out or, like, jumping rope or something above me, so sorry if you can hear that. That is the life. It goes on at all hours. Um, It was just really, really sweet to see and there were little kids mixed in it was just great as for halloween in general i think my school takes halloween like as kind of a less fun thing and it bums me out not it doesn't bum me out but i'm just kind of envious of my friends who got to have like four-day celebrations and like it was super fun i think part of it is because we don't really do greek life as much i think that's a big part like if you have a frat party wherever the theme is like let's all dress up or let's all dress up in this way and you have a costume like that's really really fun and since we don't really do greek life we don't really have that aspect of things which means that you're kind of it's not like a four-day celebration where you need a million different costumes and you go out on even sunday and it's really fun it's just kind of like Friday and Saturday, I guess. You'll wear a costume on Saturday, I guess. I was a train conductor. I borrowed my friend's, like, pinstripe overalls and wore a bandana, whatever. It was cute. It's just not as big a deal even for me as it was in high school, which I wasn't expecting, and maybe that's just because I'm, like, a freshman and, like, I don't partake in final club stuff as much because I'm a freshman, which, if you don't know, are, like, the... Not, like, secret clubs, but, like, clubs for sophomores and older. They're really exclusive. You have to be, like, punched to get in, and you basically pay a fee... And the whole point of it is that they're exclusive. And there's a big debate right now because Harvard is considering, not considering, is confirmed um, penalizing you from my year on if you get into them, if you decide to join. You get, I think you get penalized by not being allowed to get a certain grant. I think you can't study abroad and you don't get a recommendation for something or like a scholarship. This is really... I am not the source on this because I'm a soft, I'm not a sophomore and you have to be a sophomore to get in. So I don't know as much as I should know, but I know a lot of sophomores right now because they're not penalized as a grade. um, They are really stressed out because they were just going through all the things where like 
they make you drink a lot during the day and they make you do kind of weird not as much it's not like hazing necessarily but one of my friends has to wear like a suit for two weeks you just there's stuff that you have to do to get in um kind of like a frat and that's that point being the long way around saying is it's not as big a deal and I kind of wish it was because it looks like people had a lot of fun and I had a fun time but it wasn't that different from any other weekend moving on wow that was long-winded <laughs> moving on um I have been listening to a new podcast lately and I really enjoy it it's called why do you push that button and it's exactly what it sounds like it's just an examination of like why do we for example the first episode that I listened to was about why do we like celebrities photos on Instagram if it doesn't matter and it's a question that I've also asked myself why do we we know they don't care if we do it it's not like liking your friend's photo who's going to be gratified and it's not like your photo is one your like is one of maybe a hundred that they get so it's important like if it's a model with 50 million followers your like is totally irrelevant and what does it mean to them so it's really really interesting it's a good podcast I think it's unique um, at least in my experience it's not like one of a million why'd you push that button podcasts so I would definitely recommend it and another thing I've been obsessed with this week kind of following the path of my obsession with General Hospital for a minute there, which I'm no longer really obsessed with, partially because um, it's so intense and like cringy sometimes. Maybe it's just because I binged it. Point is, along the same lines of being obsessed with something that people like for years and years have been into and being like, oh guys, guess what I discovered? Um, I've been watching Twin Peaks. I am really surprised at myself because a few years ago I started it Maybe I didn't give it my full attention or my full, like, I didn't let it win me over last time. I was kind of half watching it and I was like, this is nonsense, Uh, which is still valid, but I started watching it again and I really, really like it. And it kind of gives you the funny feeling where you're like, wow, this was made for me. And you feel like it's this niche little thing, like, oh, it's so underground, but it's really not. Like, maybe the whole entire world loves Twin Peaks or at least has seen Twin Peaks, I'm not, like, special for watching this thing that's been existing for forever. Um, But it really does, it feels, like, special now to my heart. Um, I just like the little world that it presents, and now that it's old, I get to read a bunch of articles, if I feel like it, about what it means and if it means and who's behind it and all the stories. I'm just excited. So I have been really into that lately. I am sure that my parents are going to text me after this being like, how do you have the time to do this? Which, after I saw them last weekend, it was parents weekend, so they visited and it was awesome. Um, they were like, yeah, I heard that you've been watching, t- where are you watching, where Where do you get the time to watch all these TV shows? And I was like, at the gym, ha ha ha, as if I don't, like, probably procrastinate or, um, you know, watch, like, a 20-minute episode of whatever friends in between my reading and my other reading that I have to do because I take classes where mostly you have to do reading and I don't take any classes where there are problem sets because I'm not a math science person. Anyway, I've really enjoyed that. I hope that the second season, which I'm just now starting like mere minutes ago, I finished the last episode of the first season. I hope that the second season is as good and then I get to decide whether or not I want to move on to the most recent part. So, you know, If anyone hasn't watched it yet somehow, if I'm not the last person on the planet who hasn't watched it, give it a go. Just give it your whole heart and let it suck you in because I think it's a really fun time. 
and something I've been loving, which weirdly, I don't know why, do people make the comparison between Stranger Things and Twin Peaks? Because they should. I am not personally someone who loved Stranger Things. I get why other people loved it, and I totally support it. I support the children 100%. Like, I love the children, and I really love Winona Winona Ryder. I love the concept. I'm, like, so 100% behind it. I just don't like watching it. But I hope someone out there understands. Like, I really adore the show. I just can't make myself watch it. I can't make myself watch the second season. I'm just counting myself out. However, there is something out there that I do love that is Stranger Things related. And that is a mashup of the Stranger Things theme song and Ariana Grande's song, Into You. If you haven't heard it, it is the best thing ever. It is like the ultimate weird I just you have to look it up I just want you to look search on YouTube Stranger Things x Ariana Grande launchpad mashup I just do yourself a favor and listen to this maybe it just hits me in all the right spots because something about that song I am not an Ariana Grande fan I don't listen to her generally except maybe like if I'm working out or something because she just gets sometimes she just gets you hype and you just have to admit that she gets your she makes your blood flow and when she combines with that Stranger Things song it's a banger honestly it makes me so excited I sent it out to like all my friends and nobody was as excited as I am but one of you out there is gonna love it and I know I know you are so please do yourself an ultimate solid and listen to it it's so cool And lastly, a suggestion, because I found it really, really helpful. I, when my parents were here last weekend, I basically was, like, giving them the rundown of how my life is. I mean, I talk to them all the time, so they already kind of knew. But I was like, yeah, you know, this is how I feel. And I'm a person who literally is always talking about how I feel, so that wasn't unusual. But they kind of sat and, like, thought with it, thought about it, and we were talking, and basically they came to the conclusion that, like, things are going well for me. Like, I might be really stressed out, but like they addressed it. They were like, okay, we've heard how you are and what you're up to. And like, given that we've had the experiences you're having, you're in a good position right now. And that sounds like kind of simple, but I think that if you're feeling like unsure of if you're doing things right, especially if you're like delving into new territory, like I have no idea how things are supposed to be going right now. I have no idea how other people are really doing or what it means to be doing the right thing here or if there is a right thing it's just basically me freaking out a lot all the time even if it might not seem like it although it probably does seem like it having someone just like listen to how you are and give you kind of a diagnosis is really really helpful because like when I'm freaking out I can just think back and be like okay well they said I'm doing okay like they said I am where I should be and that's really really just helpful to keep in the back of your mind at all times And just to know, like, someone else knows how I am. It's not just me thinking about, with no experience doing this for the first time, it's not me deciding whether I'm okay or not. Someone actually knows and decides on my behalf, like, you're doing okay, and that's just really great. So whatever you're up to, if you're feeling stressed out, just tell someone and have them diagnose you briefly. Maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe this applies best in my situation, But still, I'd recommend it. So that's that for this week. Thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then.